This is Jarvis Hester, the editor-in-chief of Live Free Magazine, where we inspire you to live free in every area of your life, mind, body, and spirit. And this is 53 Years and Counting, where we have uh, Dr. Rod and Norma Hester sharing w- w- wisdom tips on healthy relationships. And today's episode is all about money. How important is money to the success of your relationship? So Dr. Ron and Norma, share, share with us, what, what are some key points about uh, money and how can we really help people really make sure that they have successful relationships in when it pertains to money? Uh, again, uh, as I shared earlier, when we are counseling uh, couples or individuals that decided to get married, the three things uh, that we tell them is very crucial in a relationship and that communication uh, finances and sex whether a, a, a couple combine their finances or keep it separate you must find a way that's going to be I said, uh, harmonious to the relationship uh, finding connection with the finances that will work and keep down arguments Okay, my connection have been with my wife is that she take care of the finances. I don't know how to take care of the finances. I would rather not take care of the finances. So in a relationship to keep down arguments, who can take care of the finances the best for so it would be a, a win-win situation for the family. So I'm gonna let my wife, you know, take it from here and then what she's done over the years uh, with our finances and that they have proven the work. Let me say this, that it's very money. You can have all the money that you could put your hands on, but unless you decide what is the best plan for this family, for somebody else it may work differently, but for that particular family unit that we're talking about, you have to come to to decide, okay, as Pastor Hester said, if you take care of the finances, best do it. If you know that you're weak in that area, don't touch it. And once you give it over, let that person, whoever's taking care of that, do the best that they can do. Don't jump in and say, oh, we're gonna change it this week, or we're gonna do it this, no. Whatever you decide, stick with it. And it has worked for us over years. Um, I mentioned earlier in our discussion how we were a one-income family and I stayed at home and raised my children. Well, it was odd, it was unusual, but I was willing to make the sacrifice and God helped me through that and taught me how to make whatever he brought in. It was sufficient and we dealt with whatever he brought in and we were successful. So what what are some of the um just some of the pitfalls that you've uh that couples could encounter with dealing. I know you mentioned in, in a minute a minute ago, you mentioned if you've given the responsibility of management of the finances, you should this is not something that you should take back. Why do you think that's so important? Because whoever does it best it's going to bring, bring about the best results. Just like I would go to the store when we first got married, I would go to the store and knew that I only had so much money to work with. 
I would make the sacrifice to stretch that but whatever means it took, whether it was couponing, whether it was buying day old bread, no matter what it was, I was willing to make the sacrifice and it showed up in the results. Mm-hmm. And that's what it that's what um you want to see results. You want to see positive results, not something that's gonna tear the home up. And I I wasn't I was capable of doing that, but I would not have done it the way she did it. And that's and that's why when you give it over to somebody, you're gonna have to say, okay, I've given it, and I'm not gonna be concerned about what that person is doing, either the it's just the husband or or the wife. But to to, to make sure that, and, and I don't think she mentioned, but uh, a budget. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you must have a budget and stick to that budget, okay? Because, Why is a budget so important? Because you, at the end of the month, might not have nothing. Okay? <laughs> uh, that's why people people going out just spinning and, and spinning. Just like, like she was taking care of the budget, and I could go out there and make a major purchase, and it's not in the budget. And I'm not telling her about that. So, therefore... She's the money manager, and it's just like in a corporation, you can't you can't be spending money and, and not making money. Uh, so I would have to tell her we always any major purchase we would always come together and talk, talk about it. If we buy an automobile, we buy a home, whatever it was, we would talk about it and then make a decision. And it's so it, it, it's, it's it's harmful when people take it upon themselves to say that well I'm working <clears throat> and it's like in our case I could have said oh well I'm working you ain't working so I do what I want to do no no because at the end of the month I'm going to hurt just like the rest of the family going to hurt <laughs> so let's, let's talk about we to be there and more money right so whatever means that you decide to budget that way you need to be willing to pay the consequences and make the sacrifice to work with whoever's due to the budget to bring a happy end and a happy home and it's always um you've got to make sure that whatever you bring it in you have a budget and also also have uh, savings and you take those monies, put it in whatever you decide to put in the savings, uh, whatever you decided for, for for the groceries, and because you have those uh, those incidentals that comes in every month, you know what's gonna come in the light bill and, and what have you. Uh, don't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, that you don't have no money if you not put money aside for savings. Exactly. Uh, so, so let's talk and, to that real quick. How important is saving in in planning a relationship in, in in finances well we can really um, uh, say savings is very important because if you live you're going to get to retirement age mm-hmm. and when you get to the retirement age and if you haven't saved any money because social security sometimes ain't going to be enough and if you haven't saved any money because you were consistently spending you're going to be hurting when you retire. And you can't keep up with the Joneses. Exactly. Keeping it up with the Joneses, that's why I prefaced that statement when I made at first. What goes for us may not go for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you cannot be driven by your 
wants. I think it's, it's also driven by what media says that you should have. <clears throat> I think that a lot of times people want to live this image and want to measure themselves up against other people that are around them. When you, you have to realize that every journey, every person's journey is completely different. No yeah. one's journey is the same. And so everyone's life is going has to look different. So you should never look at someone else's life and say, well, my brother is, he, he's, he's, got, he's there, he's got twins and he's in a home and he's happily married. You can't, you can't judge yourself by what other people are doing because they're different, you know, and you can't use them as a measuring rod because of that difference. You have to really focus in on yourself and measure your own success by your own measurements, you know, because you can't really use other people as a measuring rod because it'll it'll trip you up because it's unfair, you know, because... Also, you can't be like a lot of people today, this instant generation. They see their parents with homes and what have you, but look how the, long it took them to get this home. Right. Okay, and most most young people today want to go in these four or five hundred thousand dollar houses and have not considered the cost. And exactly, we have to know the difference. Or the sacrifice it takes to make that that exactly. absolutely. Exactly. And that's why I prefaced that statement. I would go out. I would make. I would want to snicker. Um, back then, maybe it was ten or fifteen cents. I would not buy a Snickers because it wasn't in the budget. You have to decide what's the need and what's the want. Mm-hmm. Your needs all come before your wants, and you need to understand the difference. And, and how do you determine? How do you determine those differences? How do you evaluate? Is this really what I need, or is this really what I you, want? You need to wait at least. 72 hours or more. If there's, there's something that you really want, go back after 17 hour, 72 hours and see if it's a need. If you don't really want that after the 72 hours, hey, then you can live without. You can live without it. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it without. But I'm a living witness. If a couple will stick to that budget, it will be a win-win situation for the family and and they will see the success i mean you could be making whatever you're making far less than somebody else but in a lot of cases i bet if you survey you're living better than them because you stuck to a budget okay that that comes back to the discipline yes 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 because look at look at the the stars and, and athletes and what have you. They were making millions of dollars and they don't have nothing now. Yes. But a person that was making fifty thousand dollars a year, they got a home paid for, they got cars paid for, and you know, and what have you. So to me, even in this society, who's the winner? Yeah. It's the person that made the fifty thousand dollars. Let let me share this too. I see on Facebook and YouTube about people paying for their houses within five years. The average bank wants you to go the whole 30 years. If you pay that house sooner and make the sacrifice, you will benefit more than that bank because they're already making money. Yeah, in longer years. 
and longer years, yeah. you are end up paying it's, three it's, times it's right. or four times more than what you would have if you made the sacrifice. Yeah. And that's the, that's the key, making the sacrifice. Even though the mortgage payment is going to be more than the mortgage payment would be if it was 30 years. But think about it. If you got a five or 15 year mortgage versus a 30 year, you're going to be paid it off in 15 years. So now you got 15 years to save, to save, to put in, to put in the bank. Whatever, whatever you want to buy. Say, say, for example, it was a thousand dollars. Now you got a thousand dollars every month to do what you want to do with it instead of giving it to the bank. And as I said earlier, the banks are already making way more money than you could ever shake a stick at. And they're not going to tell you that. When when you're negotiating with a bank to give you uh, some money for a mortgage, they're not going to tell you that you can pay it off in 5, 10, or 15 years because they want to make the monies off of it. You imagine a house today, $300,000, and for 30 years, you're going to pay almost a million dollars for that house. And it don't don't make sense. You have to be smart, have the God kind of wisdom, right? And uh, and you know, and be happy down down the road. Because see, see, wealth is not paying a mortgage. Wealth is owning the house. That's it. That's where wealth comes in. We we talked about uh, in in past just wealth and generational wealth, and we talk about like. in most cases, generational wealth is something that's transitioned from um, from generation to generation. And if you don't have that generational wealth passed down, you have to begin to to build that, which is meaning you have to own your own stuff, you know. And so, uh, I think that that's a great conversation we should have on in, in the future episodes about uh, how important it is to build and save for generational wealth. Uh, in, in wrapping up, what what are some things that you would say, Where some tips? Because I was thinking of uh, years and years ago when family members came from the South and moved in with one another until things got better. We can do that still today, but there's so much selfishness yeah. in couples, in whomever, do you that think you can save for a home, but you can't. You can do it, but you gotta make the sacrifice for it. Do you think it's just that, or do you <clears throat> do you think there's part partly uh, a little bit of pride and arrogance in, in that, and saying, okay, well, I need to step back and maybe. Hey, hey, you know. imagine what you could do if you moved in with whomever mm-hmm. and save that money, where you would be helping each other out. Right. And yeah. you both will come out ahead. Yeah. A long time ago, uh, people had the the concept of paying cash for a house. Yeah, they didn't they didn't they didn't get no mortgage for a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was their their mentality. Uh, their mentality that they was not going to get into debt. They would pay cash for the car. And how did they do that? They saved for it. They sacrificed and put a, put aside money and and what have you to save for. It. They didn't they didn't buy the sticker bar. Or go out there and get a Cadillac or Mercedes. If they got a truck, that's what. Uh, uh, what's the name? Sam Walton. He became his family's worth two hundred and forty billion dollars, and he drove, he drove a pickup truck. But we wanna we wanna show off and and, and have a Cadillac. It feel good. Yeah, feel good. <laughs> and nobody gonna help you pay that payment. Right. 
I I hope and pray that these comments that we've made will land on fertile ground yeah. and will grow up yeah. and meet a need. Yeah. Amen. I'm telling I'm telling you, when you if you live and grow older, you will feel much better with your house paid off, cars paid off, and money's in the bank than vice versa. Yes. So in wrapping up, what would one thing that you would say to advise a couple as they are uh, preparing to, you know, blend their finances together and, you know, move forward into that big day of getting married? What would you say is one one piece of advice that you would share with them uh, about their finances? I would say make a sacrifice. Be willing to really address the need over the want. The other thing that I would say is let the Jones take care of the Joneses and you take care of your own home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and very important, make that budget out and stick to that budget line item by line item. Okay? And I know things increase. So when it increase, then you increase your budget. Even when you, even when you get a raise, don't live on that raise live on the money that you had before you got the raise because see now that's putting you in a position of wealth so if you got a got a raise and now you can bring in say ten dollars more a month or whenever you get paid you put that aside into an account or savings account or IRA whatever okay because you really didn't need that money right because you were living off of this this amount of money before you got the raise. And most people, what do they do? Spend it. They spend it. Well, I can buy me a new car. Don't do that. Make the sacrifice. Yeah, and I believe that there will be less people, older people having high blood pressure, diabetes, and everything else, if their homes are paid, their cars are paid, and they got monies in the bank. Because they don't have to worry about that no more. Well, thank you so much for sharing your tips about uh, the importance of uh, finances and uh, making sure that um, you put the, 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 the priorities where it needs to be in, in building healthy finances and building relationships. So this has been 53 Years in Counting with Dr. Ron and Norma Hester. This is Jarvis Hester, the editor-in-chief of Live Free Magazine, where we inspire you to live free in every area of your life. Uh, Stay tuned for more episodes of 53 Years and Counting online at www.livefreemagazine.org. Thank you guys so much. We'll be blessed.